0: Hello, listeners. Welcome back to A Pod of Their Own. This is episode 20. I am Allison McCaig, and I am joined as always by Linda Surovich. Hello, Linda. Hey, Allison. I am also joined by a guest co-host this week. Maggie is off, so I am joined by Kellyanne Healy. Hi, Kellyanne.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: So, Kellyanne, as you guys may or may not remember from episode, like, geez, was it like...
1: I think it was episode three or four. Three?
0: Oh, wow. Oh. It was yeah. early. It was really early. Really early on. Um, Kellyanne guest-hosted another time, and we talked about Infinite Baseball, which you guys should all still read. Um yes. Uh, We will not be talking about infinite baseball this week. We will be talking about the Mets and we will also be talking about um, kind of an extension on why doesn't Major League Baseball want us to watch baseball. But more on that later. Um, Mm -hmm. Right now, (laughs) things are going decently well for the Mets. Uh, Scoot just hit a group dong. Did he? It was a (laughs) group dong, right? Yes, it was. Yes, it, it was. On. Um, and we were freaking out. <laughs> so the Mets are once again in front over the Indians for the time being as we record this on Tuesday night. Um, this past week, they lost two out of three to the Braves um, and lost the first game of the Royals series, but they bounced back and won on Saturday and Sunday and are still, um, you know, as of right now, in decent wildcard position. Um, the most important thing that happened this weekend, um, and more on this later, is. Pete Alonzo broke the NL rookie record for most home runs in a season. Yay, Pete. Oh, oh, JD. JD. Yes. No. 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 No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No,
2: no, no. Sorry, I got a little. (sighs) Premature. See, JD, like hits a well in city. He's like, you know, I think anything (laughs) goes out now. (laughs) And he did over (laughs) earlier today. My man, JD. I mean, I mean, juice baseballs. Yeah. Yeah anything and everything could go out it could all right sorry but yay pete for breaking the record
0: (laughs) it was fabulous i i I was just so happy it was yeah we're so so happy happy. yay i
2: cannot
1: see where he ends up at the end of the season kind of his bar that is gonna he's gonna set the obviously set the bar now yeah and the mets
2: record
0: is gonna be gone too oh obliterated he's gonna destroy that yeah yes and, and I think
2: on this homestand, let's hope so you yeah. can do it in front of the home crowd. I was going to say
1: what this is shame on me for me not knowing this. But what is the Mets
0: record for 41, home 41, 41 or 42? Oh, ah! well, He needs 42. OK, he needs 42. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's going to be like destroyed. Um, but. I think I was talking to my parents about this the other day. I think that he might also break the single season record for RBIs in franchise history, not just for rookies Ooh. or anyone. Ooh. I did not realize that. He's on pace, I believe, because the Mets like the Mets have re- really really pro- pro- prodigious uh, you know, pitching Records in their franchise history, uh, obviously, because the Mets have had a really robust crop of pitchers um, in their in their history, but they have not really had too, too many hitters um, in their history that have been like really big that have put up really big RBI totals because I think the record might be like. I don't think it's even 130. I think it's in like the high 120s. I'm-
2: I feel like David uh, Wright had uh, 120
0: one year, like 124 Mets RBI maybe? record. These are things that the internet can teach us about baseball. I, I know
1: I'm on fan graphs right now, and I feel like I should be on Baseball Reference.
2: Uh, for that. Yeah, I'm
0: looking <laughs> at David
2: Wright's That's because I feel like he had like an 07 or something. I feel like he had over 120.
0: Yeah, you, you're right, Linda. It's Mike Piazza and David Wright are tied for first position for most RBIs in a season at 124. Mike Piazza oh, did it in wow. 1999 and David Wright did it in 2008.
2: Oh, I thought it was 07. Oh, so close.
0: Close, <laughs> close. So I mean, close, but
2: no cigar. Pete Alonso
0: currently has... How many are you he's a 90 something?
2: Oh yeah, you're really. Right.
0: So he is currently by my quick back of the envelope math on pace to snap that record. Yeah, He has 95 RBIs right 95, now. 95, yep. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, so. I, I was
1: looking at his stats earlier, and I was, like, surprised. I shouldn't really be surprised at his ISO, but I just was. It's so, I mean, I think compared to, like, everybody else on the team, it's just he has pop. Yeah. <laughs> his ISO
0: is 333, everyone. Yes.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> so it's a little insane. That, that's, it that. is. Like well, I we mean,
2: think we all thought he would have a good season, but this, I think, is even beyond anything I think we could have imagined heading into March. Yes, and then imagine he, and
0: thinking then... he shouldn't have been up to start the season. Imagine mm. thinking that. Mm. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> At I any rate, could have thought that. <laughs> we're not going to name names. We're no, not we're gonna not going to name names. <laughs> At any rate, there were people, but mm-hmm. um. So Pete Pete has obviously been the the big bright spot, but there have been lots of really good things um in the past couple of weeks. You know, Joe panik has been a really good pickup for the Mets. Um he, you know, he's not like he's not a the hitter that Pete Alonso is, but he gets his hits in important spots, uh and he's been key in a lot of these victories so far and it's it's really good that the Mets actually like tried to get someone
2: after Robinson. And Keno he's not down. a black hole in the lineup like they have so many of those. Yes, like he can actually make contact and on Like today before Conforto's home run, he hit a pop up that dropped. Like when you put the ball in play, things can happen. Mm-hmm. Right. So exactly. Yeah, it's good that it might even be good that Isdrubal said no to that. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> Thank you, Isdrawable. Yes.
1: I mean, the lineup. I mean, obviously there are holes at the bottom of the lineup. They're kind of like black holes, but
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> the
1: fact that, but that we have a pretty solid one through five, six ish is something that we haven't seen with the Mets in a while.
0: Yes, that's just, that's my. It's feeling. like opening day, really. Yeah, yeah. It's been yeah. It's been nice to have like an actually functional lineup. Um, even I mean, like, yes, we have had black holes at the back of the lineup of late, especially because the injuries have begun to take their toll. But even Juan Legaris had a really good week, like one of the best weeks he's had as a Met in quite some time. Yes. So and he's looking better in the field too, so oh that's my, something to be encouraged. The, re- by. The,
1: the return of vintage defensive golden glove Juan Legaros is welcome and needed and beautiful to watch very oh, yeah. good. Sorry. I just I love watching Juan Lagaris Good Juan Lagaris in the in the field. It's
0: yeah, very it really is beautiful.
1: Oh, it's so smooth and so graceful.
0: Yep. Okay. Uh, that's enough. That's enough of that. For <laughs> we've me. waxed we've had our moment where we've waxed poetic about Juan Lagaris uh, I'm going to wax poetic about Ahmed Rosario some more because he continues to absolutely roll and that's been key to the success of this team for the past couple weeks. Yes. Yes. Ahmed And looks
2: like, in, I know they had him at the bottom of the lineup for, I think, most of the year, but now with McNeil out, like, he's been getting on base, you know, making things happen at the top of the lineup. Like, you know, obviously you want McNeil up there, but it has been fine since moving to the leadoff spot.
0: It'll be interesting to see what they do once McNeil returns and Brandon Nimmo seems to be on his way back as well. So then you've got two um, sort of natural leadoff hitters in those two (laughs) gentlemen. And it makes me wonder where they'll slot Rosario in because I have a feeling that he shouldn't sniff the the eight hole like ever again.
1: No. Yeah, no, he should not. He absolutely should not. And I think the other thing with Rosario is that people were not giving him a chance to really develop He's 23. Right. I, I like, I, for me, I continually forget how young he is. Uh, he, I don't know what it is. He seems like to me, like he should be 26 or 27. And he's not, he's 23. He still yeah. has time to
2: develop. Exactly. And- And he was, wasn't he the top prospect in baseball? Yes. Yes. Or one of the top prospects. The top prospect. Yeah, He was, the talent was always there. It was just, he needed time to put it all together, which people do at their own, their own rates.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as Mets fans, you know, and this point has been made, I'm not the first person to make this point by any means, but I think as Mets fans, we're very used to being spoiled by prospects coming up and being awesome right away in the form of mostly our pitching. Um, Because, you know, even though... All of our, all of our starting pitching prospects over the past, you know, half a dozen years have had their, their, you know, bumps along the way, but each of them were immediately awesome when they first came up. At least Zach Wheeler, yes. Noah uh-huh. Syndergaard, Matt Harvey, Jacob Degrom, they were all uh, Stephen Mats. Even they were all awesome, pretty much right away. And so I think that we forget that that's not that's unusual. That's not the yes. usual situation. So, yes. and I think Sandy even.
2: Was annoyed when Ahmed came up that he wasn't prepared. So it seems like a failing on the minor league side that it was on Ahmed, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I think the next year, like they completely overhauled their minor league staff. And yep. I think it was still, yeah, it was Vegas at the time. Yeah, I think like everything got completely changed the next year. So it wasn't completely Ahmed's fault that he wasn't totally developed when he when he came up.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think that people. Like, we're clamoring for it, so they did it. He might not have been quite seasoned yet. But, you know, he's he's, <clears> come, he's come a long way. And I I made a tweet about this, um, but I think that Robinson Cano has played a huge part in his development this year.
1: 100% agree with that. Yep, <laughs>
0: his mentorship been, has been huge. Yeah, he traveled with them on
2: the road, and he's hurt. Like, you know, I thought that was a really good sign, too, that he stuck with the team, even though he is – He's nowhere close to playing him and Dom Smith both. I think that that speaks a lot about the character of this team. Yeah, they're all in and it's great. Yep. It's wonderful.
1: And, you know, and I don't mind Rosario maybe wasn't totally ready when he came up, but I'm glad they let him kind of have those growing pains at the major league level rather than demoting him to AAA. I
0: agree. Yes. I completely agree. I I, like with Rosario, I was always waiting for that moment where they demoted him and I was going to be like very mad online about (laughs) (laughs) it never happened, which is nice. I think
1: I even commented somewhere. It might have just been in our chat. I don't know if it was a private chat or if I made a comment in the comment section on Amazing Avenue. But I at one point did think Rosario was just looking so lost that he should have been demoted, and I'm I'm glad that I was wrong. I'm glad he wasn't demoted, and I'm glad he's doing so well. It's really
2: yeah. nice. It's yes, really nice. It's yeah. It's been fun to just watch him blossom. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. yes, and yes,
0: for sure. And um, I think
2: his confidence in short is growing too. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. He looks a lot better, at least to me. Yeah. Ooh, yeah.
2: Sorry. <laughs> Justin
0: Wilson just struck out one door in a key spot. <laughs> oh, good. Good. I, that sounded like a mixed, I, like the noise I, know, I, I could like, not interpret.
1: I was like, wait, what bad thing happened? And I went over to game day. I'm like, oh, I'm seeing strikes here. It's there
2: might have been like a bad.
1: little
0: pop
2: involved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. It's a
2: scary time, guys. Scary
0: times. It's nice to have, you know, but it's nice to feel tense about a game in late it August. Is. It's pretty yeah. cool. Like this um, did
1: not happen last year. Nope. No, it did. Absolutely did not.
0: Nope. Um so yeah, like kind of to this point uh how this game has gone so far tonight the, the starting pitching continues to look really good. Um, Zach Wheeler had a bad start um, against the Braves, like, and, but it was really the first bad start that the starting rotation had had in ages. Um, pretty much everyone has been great since the All-Star break, um, and Zach Wheeler had that one hiccup. But other than that, they've been really good, which, you know, as we've made this point on the podcast before, exposes the bullpen a lot less, um, which is good <laughs> because the bullpen needs to be exposed less. Because
1: yes. the bullpen's a
0: mess. Yeah. And it's now it's done better. It's gotten a little better. It's gotten a little better from less exposure. and But we now have, you know. Another Mets news item that affects all of this is that Robert Gazellman is on the injured list. Um, at first, we thought this was <laughs> triceps tightness is what the team called it initially. Um, two days after that diagnosis, we have now learned that he has a partial tear in his lat, which oh is certainly God. not the same thing as triceps <sighs> tightness. <laughs> <laughs> or in the um, main,
2: Mets. <laughs> like You, you know, you kind of like overcompensate. So I'm just going to guess he had both. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Or the Mets just, or, they just like, or the
1: Mets are doing their usual Mets thing with the injuries and downplaying it until the actual story right. comes out.
0: Right. Yeah. I think that they just like made up an injury and then like and then they realized it was serious and they had to tell everyone. That's like the kind of thing they do. And I'm just like, you know, your triceps ain't connected to your lat, so I don't really know. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <it
1: does. laughs> so I'm assuming this is a strikeout because I still I am oh tip <laughs> on an 89 mile an hour slider. Yeah, cool. I like Justin Wilson. OK, I'm putting that out there right now. <laughs> Justin Wilson
0: is good. He's been he a huge good. part of this bullpen. Being the Yeah, As-
1: especially since he's come back. I mean, this bullpen was in sore, sore need of him.
2: Okay, yes. and also, I need your eyes for this because we couldn't tell. Was the Rendon home run really a pop up that was a juice ball home run? We couldn't tell. Uh, What inning that was that? first Cena? game against the Nationals. Because uh, he left Wilson in to face Rendon. Right. And then we were like, why? And then he gave up the home run. Oh, I was It watching looked, this looked like game. a pop up. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't
1: recall this
2: <laughs> either. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that was his one blemish, really, was the Rendon home run. That might have been a pop-up.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, and Familia's looking a lot better. So that's yeah. good.
2: Yes. Oh, my God. If Familia's back, oh, That'd my gosh. Cool. That'd be cool. just did
0: look good against the
2: Royals. I know it was a low-pressure situation, but that final game, it was like three quick outs, and the game was yeah, over. Yeah, no,
0: that was a nice inning he had, although he did give up the... On Friday, he had a bad game again. He almost gave Not up a grand slam. Not according
2: to Mickey. Not according to Mickey, he had a good outing. That oh game. well, you know.
0: Uh, Mickey oh. said Drew ganyon had a good outing too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, so glad I missed that game. game. Oh, that was that was horrendous. You were at the Backstreet Boys concert. Linda was oh. at the Backstreet Boys concert. Was. I was having fun. <laughs> So yeah, Backstreet Boys concert, way better than watching Drew Danyan <laughs> give up four home runs. <laughs> yeah, As right he before does. Before
2: they came on, we got an alert saying the Mets were up 6 nothing. I'm like, oh, they got this. It's fine. Nope. Then, like, nope. you know, concert. And then I say, 10-8, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not
1: fun. Yeah. In like, like,
2: oh,
0: What happened in the span of two hours? <laughs> uh, you don't want to know. Um, so even though the the Robert Giselman <clears throat> injury is very bad news because it pretty much ends his season, um, we do have some, even though the Mets have had bad injury news, like a lot lately, but we have finally gotten some good injury news, which is that Nimmo is progressing toward a return. He had a, um, he moved his rehab assignment up to triple A and he already has like two hits, I think in that yes. game. Um Yes. Hey. And we have like a confirmed, like living Jed Lowry sighting, which is like what something else. I was,
2: Lord, when they said he was playing an actual game, I was like, "Excuse me, what? Are
0: serious? Like Jed like Lowry is a real baseball. human being? Yeah. Okay. He's live.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which makes, which really makes me happy because like the reinforcements at this yeah. time of year are good."
2: And he like they like he does seem like a good dude. I feel bad like everybody's making fun of him. Like it's not his fault. No, it's not.
0: I would have bet good money and good clams to make a pizza <laughs> inside joke. That oh, God. That <laughs> Jed Lowry would not have played a single game as a Met this year. So if he does, it's wow. Bonus. That's that's just that's a cherry on top. That's basically like gravy if he I, plays any games. Yes. I, I looked it up. David Wright
2: in 2015 came back on August 24th. So we're Yo. kind of
0: right on schedule here. Yo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd be fine with that arc happening with Jed Lowry. That'd be good. Yeah. Although I, mean, I hope that doesn't mean necul- that his back is going to die.
2: Yeah, I know. But, you know, it might be another couple weeks, but not too far off the mark yet. But him and Nimmo's
1: let's be honest, most importantly, Nimmo's smile. Yes. That
2: his smile is sorely needed back in this lineup. And the joy, just the, the exuberance and the joy, it just makes everything so much more fun.
1: Yep. And, and they're having so much fun now that Nimmo's, I think presence is going to just make it, take it to a level that we're not expecting. And it's going to be so much fun. And, we're not gonna know what to do because we don't usually have this much fun as Mets fans. <laughs>
0: no, they don't. It's crazy. So yeah, this things is like are, all
2: new feelings.
0: Things are fun right now. Yes. We'll see how things go. Um, because you know, the schedule is not easy from here on out for the rest of August and into a little oh. bit of September. Um so we had that Royal series and that was kind of the last series against a losing team for a while. Um, so the Mets are about to be tested um, during this stretch because they play um, right now. They're playing the Indians who are obviously a very good baseball team um, and they will be playing the Braves again. And then I think they're playing the, C- the Cubs and the Phillies next week. Um, I think they so, played the
2: Phillies twice. I yes, think.
0: yes. Yeah.
1: They play them. I think. Is it home first and then away, or away
2: first and then back home? I can't remember. I know that
0: they're – I'm going to the game in Philadelphia on August 30th, so I know that okay. they're in Philly that day. It's that that weekend series is in Philly. So, and But, you
2: know, even, like – I'll take 500 on the road. Like, just, yeah, you know sure. – Stay yes. where you are. Don't completely fall apart. And they even passed the Brewers yesterday since the Brewers lost. Yep. And they, so, you know what? That's fine. Just keep keep steady. Keep on and keeping on. Yeah, keep on keeping on and then play well at home. And, and play well happens. at home.
0: And they have yeah. the most home games remaining of almost Which any is, team in baseball. That's
2: huge. But that's
0: a huge,
1: huge advantage, especially since, like, the fans have, like, been coming out in full force.
0: Yeah. There's it's a good crowd wonderful. there tonight, it looks like yeah on a Tuesday night, they're showing up. take notes, Jeff Wilpon. Jesus mm-hmm. they will show up if you put a product on the field worth watching. yes, we will show up.
2: I yes. get like what other team does this? What other fan base does this? Like the None. Yankees are like, eh, it's another game that we're gonna win. who cares?
0: like <laughs> half of place our, and they can't they can't draw entered. that crowd. no,
2: they can't I can't think of any other fan base that loses its mind on a Tuesday night like this.
0: Yep. Mets fans are the best. Love the Mets. Mm -hmm. Love Mets fans. (sighs) Let's go Mets, baby. Let's fucking go Mets. L-F-G-M. So on that note, (laughs) we are going to take (laughs) a break. And when we return, we are going to discuss uh, baseball streaming games on uh, social media websites. So stay tuned for that. And we are back. Um, So this week, um, and this is Kellyanne's suggestion, which is great. So thank you, Kellyanne, for the suggestion of the topic for this week. And I think it's a pertinent one. Um, This is sort of, you know, tangentially related to um, our discussion um, that we had during episode four, which was essentially why doesn't Major League Baseball want us to watch baseball? We talked about, you know, blackout restrictions um, and things like that, which are all obviously still problems that haven't gone away. Um, But it's not only all of that. There are other things, um, you know, involved in this whole like trying like Rob Manfred trying to like expand the game in his weird Rob Manfred way. (laughs) And that includes not only the pace of play stuff, but it includes trying to cater to a younger audience, but doing it in sort of mysterious ways. (laughs) So um, you you guys, baseball followers, have probably noticed that they that the past couple of years Major League Baseball has partnered with both Facebook and YouTube to exclusively stream games on those platforms, which is clearly like a, you know, we're trying to get young people into the game, but it's a really tough balance between that and isolating the older audience that Major League Baseball already has.
2: Well, my problem with the Facebook one, I don't think it is this year, but it was only on Facebook. You couldn't watch it anywhere else. And, like, even now, like, that's, I think, one, like, 25 to 4, the day they played on the Facebook game. You can't find highlights of that game anywhere. So that's kind of annoying. Like, it's like that game never even existed yeah and then like and then you lose your announcers yeah i mean I mean,
1: which is fine if like your team does not have great announcers but like the mets we have gary cohen we have keith hernandez ron darling howie rose I, ugh, and they're just they're there's the best some of the best i think they're the best in baseball personally uh, so losing them to another announcer is not
2: great in my book well, even this year because youtube i think just like bought into the the Mets Nationals game like that game doesn't go well I want Gary Keith and Ron there to tell me it's gonna be okay not some randoms calling the game like "Eh, the Mets stink Haha, they got embarrassed by the Nationals again no I want my comforting friends to tell me it's okay yes like you can't do it against a division rival in like an important game come on
0: and it's like it's enough that we have to deal with like ESPN and Fox all the time, and now <sighs> it's like this stuff too. Like, come on, man! And like, so it so because there was so much backlash, um, like Linda alluded to, because there was so much backlash about the exclusivity to Facebook, like the fact that it was streamed like only on Facebook. They've cut back on that this year, and like they still have Facebook games, but there are fewer of them, and they're not exclusive to Facebook. Like, you can oh yeah, I which is, which is, <laughs> yes, <laughs> in-play runs we like that.
1: Um, but what I do kind of like the change that they made with YouTube in that you don't have to have a YouTube account yeah. to watch the game. Facebook, right. YouTube, which is also not great. Um, but YouTube is more accessible in the fact that, hey, I could just log on to YouTube or type in <laughs> YouTube in my browser,
2: my search bar,
1: and hit the game yeah without issues
2: i think they make it day games too so when people are mostly at work so like for me that's easier to watch when i'm at work i could just put that up and put it in the background or whatever so it does make it a little easier for people who are at work
0: yeah i suppose that that makes sense yeah yeah but- and it's like yeah with the fa- like with the Facebook games when they were exclusively on Facebook like I watched a lot of that game that day on Facebook and like I feel like I'm like kind of there ideal audience in a way because a i'm a diehard fan so i'm gonna watch it no matter what so i'm gonna mm-hmm. if it takes me going on facebook it takes me going on facebook b i have a facebook account c i'm like a millennial so i'm like kind of younger i mean like i think that they're trying to target the like generation even like younger than us like the gen z folks but like yes yeah which who don't use facebook by the way MLB. yeah no, no they don't, don't. they absolutely don't. do not so like i am actually like they're like the ideal audience because like i'm a millennial who still uses Facebook who like would be willing to tune into this game and the actual in-game experience was terrible and it wasn't just the announcers like the stream was just awful
2: And weren't like the comments up on the screen? Yes, yeah. It was really
1: annoying. So annoying. I remember watching part of that game, and I think I stopped watching it because the comments. I just didn't. I didn't want to know everybody else's opinion.
0: Like I don't want a constant ticker of like people's commentary under the game. I like that's so distracting. Get that off my screen. Was it on the radio too or no? I can't remember. I I think it was either. Yeah, like, could you just,
2: like, mute it and put the radio on? Yeah,
0: but it's, like, hard to sync it up. Yeah. Because there's usually a lag.
2: Ugh. Who
0: called the Game last time? The Facebook game? Oh, God, I don't even remember. Yeah, for no, the best. it was, like, it was. Was true... it Cliff Oh, it no. might have been.
2: Was it?
1: Because yeah, I, I thought, I like thought it, was... it
2: was. I thought it was, like, two newcomers. Am I crazy on that? Like I said, you can't find it anywhere. It doesn't exist.
0: Right, and <laughs> like the fact Jerry that we don't remember... Got
2: single that game.
0: And the fact oh. that we don't remember who was calling it is probably not, you know, a, a good, good sign.
2: Because <laughs> hey, hey, I was
0: at work, hey. so I did not watch any of it. Because
2: yeah. I can't be locked on Facebook at work. Yeah. It's just so. a mess. Yep. Like, I get them trying to expand the game, grow the game. It's just them going about it the wrong way again. Uh, they they
1: have I and I posted. I think I posted that Forbes article, um, which we will post in the show notes. Um, that they did get. I forget for which game they got two hundred thousand viewers. It was the Phillies pretty...
0: Dodgers game because that was like okay. a really close. Like the Phillies beat the Dodgers seven six, and it was like a uh, close. yeah, yes. July eighteenth.
1: Okay. Oh, this year. Yes. Okay. So I don't know how the other ones have been doing, but that's more than I was expecting to see for a broadcast like that. Um, my main issue with it on YouTube is it kind of ruins the family aspect of it. That's a weird thing. That's and what I mean by that is like I started watching games because my parents were watching games. Mm -hmm. Um, and like if you want like the kids or the teenagers to kind of get into that. I don't think you're going to be interested in watching on their own on YouTube. Like they have to get into it. If so, if like someone they know or someone like a family member gets into it with them. I don't know.
2: That's my my family segue. Yeah. And my feeling is you it's good to grow the game, but not at the expense of another demographic. And that's yes. what my big issue was with Facebook. Yes. Like, you know, my dad doesn't have a Facebook account. He wasn't going to watch that game. And so now he he just, like, totally blacked out of being able to watch his favorite baseball team that he's liked since their inception.
1: Yes. and And baseball is comprised right now mostly of men that are... I want to say over fifty. I could have that demographic wrong, um, but that was the last that was the last like source I saw. The last like statistic. Um, so, and a lot of people over fifty don't use Facebook, don't use YouTube, like our like our age group does. And it also highlights the problem with the blackout rules mm-hmm. that are on cable.
2: <laughs> the
1: the right. cable. So, oh.
2: It's yeah, That's just, a
0: big issue. That's
1: a, but that's like one, probably one of the, the biggest, that's probably the biggest one to me yeah. is the blackout rules.
0: Blackout restrictions. And like Ugh. for someone like me, the, the thing that's frustrating about the Facebook and YouTube games is like I pay for MLB.TV. So as a paid God, subscriber yes. to this service, you're telling me that I can't watch those games on the service that I paid for like mm-hmm. not only with the blackout rules but with these like exclusively streamed games like i have to go on facebook and watch this this game with this like crappy in-game experience now even though i pay for a service where i should be able to watch it that's yes. that's, that's ridiculous yes to me
1: that's like, absolute nonsense yeah you're yeah.
0: throwing your money away at that point exactly exactly and like <laughs> you know they're they're freaking lucky that i'm such a diehard fan but like for someone who isn't as Diehard is me because I have held on to my MLB.TV <laughs> subscription. Wow. Moving back to the Sorry, J.D. Davis was just flipping out in the duck. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. He makes the best face. <laughs> he does have really good facial expressions. He does. Someone recently made an entire thread. Oh, so... It play runs! It play it runs! runs! Is...
2: <laughs> it was just a Joe Panic single that bought him a run. Excellent. What do but, oh now, Pete's up, come on the record breaker, Pete Weaker. come on is it Pete? well, now yes. well, I can't I can't say
1: Pete lost his Bieber fever now because no, so no, I can't think of a good pun. no, can't <laughs> think of it I
2: can't think of a good pun for this one. oh, but I think that there was like a simber or something in him. that could have had a good pun, but I think he's out now too,
0: yeah. <sighs> on the topic of JD Davis's facial expressions someone made a fantastic twitter thread so i made a tweet like during one of the during one of the many comeback games that the mets oh. had during this like crazy run i made um, a tweet that was like, that was J.D. Davis like smirking and it was next to Spongebob <laughs> and it was like, you thought that the oh, Mets were going yes. to lose. guess <laughs> that was a good tweet. <laughs> and so it was like one of my favorite tweets I've made. I, I, I will toot my own horn a little bit. It was a good tweet. But someone it a very good tweet. I'll took back that took that tweet and made an entire thread of J.D. Davis, SpongeBob, like, side-by-sides. Oh, oh it's so good. Uh, I'll I'll tweet it out Ooh, from the Pato yeah. account. Wait,
2: what do you do? What do you do? It, well, it's not the record, but it's a double. It should be a Yay. double. Eight
1: to two. I going to say, in-play runs damn. should be showing up shortly. It has not shown up on my screen yet.
0: In-play runs, damn it. <laughs> the Mets are beating the Indians 8-2, to you guys. They are. This is incredible. Oh, then
2: what was really cool was that yes. and panic scored, So it was 1-2 and two scored.
1: I yes. love our team,
2: guys. I just love this team. I not love this lot. team a lot. I love them so much. Like, they're just fun. They all seem like adorable goofs. They all like each other. They're, they're just – there's no Jose Reyes. They're not oh, Jose Reyes. Yes. Yes, and like the guys like they've added panic brock like they're excited to be here because i was listening i'm not to get off topic but i was listening to the radio when we were coming home from the nationals game that friday night game that we were at and ed coleman said when he was in the dugout, when the clubhouse afterwards, he said Brad Brock and Joe Panic were like practically giddy after that win because they That's just so could not great. believe they were here and they were a part of it. Like, oh, I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, so but great. we can go back to talking about YouTube.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, and I don't see how nice it is watching these games with Gary Cohen. I don't want to be watching these yes. games on
1: YouTube. Oh my gosh, I think yes. we all
0: appreciate Gary yes. Cohen. Oh, <laughs> oh Especially gosh. after a week of not Gary Cohen. Yeah.
2: Yes. Hey, like, that's a hard job. Like, I think that's proof not anybody can do it. Like, right. you can't just yeah. throw
1: a dude in there. It's an underappreciated, Like, moderating and announcing are like such underappreciated skills uh-huh. to have. Oh, I just, I'm so happy to have Gary back.
2: Yes, if it's like my <laughs> man, my... he's not going to be there for the Nationals game. I need them there. Yes.
1: Ugh. Oh, it's going to be brutal without them. But yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to say brutal, but it's not going to be as good as it would be with them.
2: I yeah. mean we'll be in first place by then, so it won't matter. <laughs> no. Knock on wood. <laughs> that was me that
1: was me knocking on
0: wood. <laughs> yep. I, my yep.
1: mic caught
2: that.
0: <laughs> so oh. yeah. I like like Kellyanne was saying, I, I have less of a problem with the YouTube games than the Facebook games. I think that they learned their lesson a little bit because they realized that like we don't want to, we're trying to expand access to the game. We don't like, we don't want something that needs a login to be able to view the game. So YouTube's a little bit better, but still,
1: you're don't kind of isolating
0: a lot of people still.
1: I yeah. mean, ha- have YouTube, but don't cut it off of the regular broadcast.
0: Exactly. You can have like it that's,
1: in that's, conjunction that's, that's, with That's it. it. That's as simple as it, that's the simple answer there.
2: Yes, that's all we need It's the you know, I'm all for expanding the game, but don't take away what I already have. And that's the same with the MLB TV, especially if you're paying, for paying service. for it. I yeah, mean, and we're, and we're, like we're all still pay- I'm assuming everybody is
1: still paying for cable. Yeah. um, so. it's
2: part of the package.
1: So cable MLB TV, dot TV uh, if you're paying for a service and it's cut off for another source, that's not good. That's just
2: that's yeah. ridiculous. That's the only baseball is <sighs> making money off of this, and the rest of us are losing money, right? Right.
1: It's enraging, really, is what it, it is. is.
2: But and- like we said, try it. You know, they have the two MLB Twitter hitter now, so where they you know stream the like, like certain hitters on Twitter now, and that's fine. That's all good. You're trying to reach a different audience, but it's not at the expense of somebody else. I like that too. I think that's a good idea because then you also see, because then it also gives you like a voice too of who you want to see.
0: Yeah, Yeah. And it helps like like the whole see
2: other people too. Like I don't usually your stars
0: better exactly. Yeah, like
2: I never get to see Mike Trout. Now I get to see Mike Trout.
0: Right. Yep exactly market your stars better give fans more exposure to the players on teams who they would normally be watching and this is how you expand the game to a younger demographic without sacrificing the older demographic Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah and heads up um a pot of their own listeners the mets have a youtube game on the schedule still yes remaining. Yep. Wednesday, August, september wednesday september 4th so At that news. game will be on youtube oh, wait, i think i'm Nationals. away that
2: week so i won't be able to watch anyway <laughs>
0: Oh, so yeah I like you know in the heat of a wild card race hopefully still by then uh, Mets and Nationals key game gonna be on YouTube and not on SMY so, uh, yeah, but it is well, what it is at least it's not ESPN yeah sure
2: <laughs> at least everybody has access to ESPN although I guess as long yeah. as you have an internet connection you have YouTube yes, yes. I right, and actually
1: if you have I think Fios, I know Fios has the YouTube widget. Oh you're right. Yes, that's
0: right. Um, I don't know about other cable companies. I know
1: I have Fios, that's why I know I have it. I've used yeah, it.
0: i yeah, used it too. <laughs> and you can use it with like um, you know, like Chromecast, Roku, um, Amazon Fire Stick, like all those type of devices have um YouTube as an app. Um I know so like when I lived in Baltimore I had a smart TV and it used to have an MLB.tv app, but it like, got rid of it. So that's, like, another Uh, thing that's annoying. Like, don't get rid of the damn app that I used to watch the games. That was irritating. So then I had to start using the, in order to watch the game, like, on my TV screen rather than my tiny laptop screen, I had to use, like, an HDMI cable. To my tv yeah app. so that was oh movie. yikes which i don't like so don't no. do that but like the advantage of youtube is that it's an app on more of these things like the smart tvs the chromecast like all on fios like on all of that more than the mlb.tv app is so that's that's a positive i suppose
1: accessibility is definitely easier yeah, yeah. But it's still not the best it, well it's still not the best but it's definitely easier than facebook's yeah yeah, yeah. that's so, not high well
2: yeah, out
0: because the, they baby out the steps, kinks. I guess. Yeah. So, you know, more on this to come. But yeah, don't like there are ways, like we've been saying, basically the summary is there are ways to expand the game, get it to a younger audience without, you know, sacrificing other demographics.
2: So, yes. Yes. yes.
0: Good. Um, anyway, um, we're going to take another break. Um, And when we get back, we will do walk off wins. So stay tuned for that. And we are back. Um, We will now uh, finish off the show, like we always do, with Walk Off Wins, where each of us talks about what is making us happy this week, baseball-related or otherwise. So, Kellyanne, you are our guest, so why don't you kick things off?
1: Oh, yay. Okay, so uh, in addition to Pete breaking the NL Rookie home run record, um, I am going to float to Arizona for a moment um, and talk about you know who I'm going to talk about, yes. Wilmer Flores. Um, if you follow my comments on Amazing Avenue, because I'm a moderator on that website, I love Wilmer Flores. And
0: I have been following oh, yes,
1: babe. I know. If you don't love Wilmer Flores, don't even
0: talk to me. If Kellyanne is a next level Wilmer Flores stand. Oh though.
1: <laughs> That's true. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, okay. I can't get into it right now. But let me <laughs> – I'm sorry. But anyway, Wilmer Flora is just, he's quietly really doing well for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He has a 312 batting average. He's got an 878 OPS. His WRC plus is 113, which is they're all above average, which is wonderful. And I just love that he is finding success in Arizona. I wish he was still on the Mets, but alas. But and that is my walk-off win.
2: Wilmer. I, I love
1: you him. Wilmer. I wish him every success and I hope he continues doing well and I can't wait to see him. I think it's the end of August the Diamondbacks come to us or do we go to them or I think
2: they come in September.
1: Do they? Yeah. Okay. I, for some reason I thought it was the end of August. You need to be there. I do need to be yeah, there in, to my, in my Wilmer Flores jersey. Cuz
0: I have one. <laughs> 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 I do have one yep yep <laughs> i and i demand video of yep. your reaction to seeing wilmer flores we need this in our lives and Ugh. i
2: need to see the crowd reaction to wilmer flores oh, i want him to really get the good. biggest it's gonna yeah. be so
1: good oh, especially because he was he was injured in the first series we played with them the diamondbacks this year yeah, so, so we right. didn't get to see him and uh, my heart was breaking that i didn't get to see him i won't lie
0: yeah, I know. So Wilmer Flores is very happy, and a- the Arizona Diamondbacks are a team that have a couple of players that are close to my heart. They have Wilmer Flores, and they also have Adam Jones on that team. And oh yes. yes, everyone. Everyone who knows me knows how much I adore, adore, adore Adam Jones. So, um, and I and you know it's his first team he's played for that's not you know the Orioles. So I've been keeping an eye on him as well in the, in the Diamondbacks organization, and so. Um, I miss Wilmer Flores and I miss Adam Jones in Baltimore as well. So I'm I'm hoping that the two of them continue to have success in Arizona.
2: Yes. Yeah, Adam Jones is doing pretty good this year, I think. Yeah, he started off real, real hot. Yeah, kind
0: of slid off a little bit recently, but like his overall stat line is solid. So, all right. Um, so since, since Kellyanne mentioned the, uh, the Pete Alonso home r- record, I guess I'll go next because that's my walk-off <laughs> one for this week. Um, I know we talked about it in the top, at the top of the show, but I'm going to keep talking about it because it's <laughs> so good. You guys, Pete Alonzo broke the single season record, um, for rookies in the national league for most home runs in the season. And it is August. Like, the season's not even all that close to over, and Pete's already smashed the record. Cody Bellinger was the previous record holder at 39, and it was really awesome. Cody Bellinger made a really, like, good tweet. He tweeted Pete congratulations, and it was, like, really classy of him, and Pete responded, like, keep up the good work, basically, like, you know, it was was a wholesome... (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, stop. Uh, It was a wholesome... um... (laughs) Kellyanne's messing with the show notes, everyone. I'm, sorry. i uh, in front of my eyeballs while I'm trying to talk, and it's funny. Um, sorry. But anyway, so yeah, it was a very wholesome Twitter interaction. So for those of you who have been following our recent pods where we have talked about very toxic Twitter interactions, this was, like, extremely refreshing and wholesome. Um, Pete Alonzo and Cody Bellinger interacting on Twitter about um, Pete breaking the record. And it's just... It's, you know, it's kind of it, like this Pete Alonzo season as a whole kind of feels like um, how Jake's season felt last year where it's like every day is something new and exciting to watch and they're like every day like what record is he gonna break now like what historic thing is he gonna do next and so it's just really really cool even in last year what was a, a lost season to have that really awesome Jake Cy Young season to look forward to this season what looked it like a lost season at times and is now not right now but what looked like a lost season at times having this one like really cool thing has been really really great uh, and it's been a reason to keep tuning in in every day and it continues to be a reason to keep tuning in every day so that's my walk-off win is that a little
2: bit oh, p- silly toot my own horn like last year i did the jacob de grom season preview and this year i did the pete alonso season preview <gasps> so you're <laughs> so, gonna yes, do this, all this is, the season yes, previews this, next yes, year yes, linda yes, for Chris, everyone.
0: Dad, he's like gets who just volunteered
2: them. to do all the 2020 <laughs> season previews every single
0: season preview cool check that <laughs> off the list i
2: was like oh no this backfired <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
1: did it though it, it didn't it, it did, did.
2: I you know, I will I will fall on that sword and do all the season previews for twenty twenty. <laughs> yes.
0: That's yes. on record. Yeah, Chris McShane, record. that is on record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, what is your walk off win for this week?
1: Wait, let me let me let me write this in the big, big letters.
0: There <laughs> we go. There we go. I have two since I'm not going to be here next week. Yeah, no, Linda gets two. She, Linda's going to be off next week, so you get two okay. walk-off wins. Okay.
2: Okay, so number one we already mentioned was the Backstreet Boys concert. I did an event full week last week. <laughs> so, I like, I never saw Backstreet Boys as a kid, and it was always something I kind of regretted because they, you know, they were such a big part of growing up and stuff and they were a big part of my middle school and so i kind of thought i would never see them i blew my chance and then when i saw that they were going on tour i was like oh that's it i have and then they would be in new york i was like i have to i have to and they were awesome like the concert was just amazing they still got their you know their little moves and stuff and and what but what was really depressing was Brian's son was their opening act i did not know <gasps> He had his no. old enough to be the opening act. I <laughs> that makes I me I feel ancient. He, yeah, oh he my was, god. I know he
1: was on Broadway at some point.
2: Oh, He's like, yeah, I think he's like 16, 17. What? Yeah.
1: God, okay.
2: He's old. Well, not like old, but he's not a kid kid. And he's like singing about like, love and having a girlfriend. Mark, like, you're 16. What do you know about love? <laughs>
1: Paul, that nick was like
2: third nick carter was 13 when he he was i 12 whoa yeah oh, they God. said they've been together for 26 years Jesus. and this is their ninth Jesus. album that's gone oh
1: so i w- i have i was at a lot of their concerts when i was a
2: kid <laughs> like a lot i, out. I felt so like It was, like, one of my biggest regrets is that, you know, I loved them so much as a kid and I never went to go see them. But they always have, like, really great interactive tours. Yeah. It's yeah, wild. I could see that. And you know, like even I was talking I forget who I was talking about with but like, you know, it might also be good to see them now because you know they have all like the lasers and like the high definition like screens and the LED lights. So now like oh, they they have appreciate it more or I don't know. They had that back then. I mean, probably not to the effect
1: of that today, but like I remember like the laser shows and the screens, that oh my gosh. Yeah, the
2: moving screen. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my well, God. then, like, you know, the, the sun went off. I think his name was Bailey. He went off. Like, oh, he God. came on right at 8, and then he was done by, like, 8.30. And then, so then, it's like, um, don't you guys realize your fan base all grew up, right? Like, we have jobs. We have kids now. Like, can you guys, like, this is past our bedtime. <laughs> like, you guys come on out now? <laughs> like, we're tired. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, oh, but, I. Sorry, Brooklyn. I do not like Barclays Center. I'm just putting that out there. And but, it, but what was also cool is I don't know where the music was coming from, but there was music playing outside of Barclays. So everybody exiting was all just singing Backstreet Boys while they were waiting for the subway. <laughs> that's very That fun. is awesome. Brooklyn can now hear what concert just got out. So I, it was definitely worth the wait and definitely worth the investment. Okay, so let's walk up win number one. Walk of win number two is it was the end of our summer reading program at the library, and Woo-hoo! for our summer reading finale, we bought in animals like you know a <laughs> that animals. and uh, the, the handler called me out of the of the audience, you know, because I had helped coordinate everything. And she was talking about like spiders and my boss was there and she was like, oh, she had this big bag. And she's like, who likes venomous spiders? And I was like, "Mm." and she was like, no, I swear we don't have venomous spiders. So my my, director of the library is like, I work in cop forms if you need them. (laughs) She must have seen the look of my face or something. So she was like, just pop them out of the bag. I'm like, I don't want to pop a spider out of the bag. I'm like, what's wrong with you? So then she, like, kind of, like, pulls it out, and I see these two little ears pop out, and it was a little baby kangaroo. Oh,
0: my <laughs> oh, goodness but... gracious.
1: <sighs> I love, I love I libraries know, for this reason. I know, and
2: he's just kind of, like, chilling and looking around, and he would, like, suck on my shirt. And, uh, oh. and like, you would just kind of, like, cuddle him like a baby, like he was all swaddles. Like, because he he, they had to, you know, like, make it like he was in his mother's pouch. And she was like, oh, he's fine. As long as he swaddled, he's fine. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it just, it's so cute. And, like, it's, like, I know in Australia they think these things are pests. But, you know, when... We don't get you... to see them. No, I was going to say, we don't get to see a baby <laughs> kangaroo, <laughs> Like, ever. Ever. And she also had, um... Ah, uh, she blew, she had a tortoise and she had a bunny. And she said when they got they already had the tortoise and then they got the bunny and the bunny like walked up to the tortoise and just like curled up next to it and they both fell asleep. And ever since then they were best
0: friends. Oh, so tortoise she was and like, the like hair.
2: The tortoise, Yes And the tortoise's name was Shelly. That's
0: yes. fantastic, tortoise name.
2: Yeah. So she was like, you know, the animal kingdom is just like so amazing. You just have to like if you you just have to pay attention and invest the time. Mm-hmm. And so so that was my amazing Saturday. Was snuggling with a baby kangaroo at work. I was being paid to snuggle with a baby kangaroo. So be <sighs> jealous. <laughs> I am. I, I, I am. I am
1: very, very, very jealous.
2: And this is why you should visit your local library, so you never know what you're going to see there. <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. So that's just my PSA. <laughs> we-
1: and I second that PSA, because I ought to work in a library.
0: We are a, pro, a pro-library pod. It's, it's well established that we yes. are a pro-library pod. <laughs> so... Um, that does it for this week's show. Um, keep listening to a pot of their own in your feeds every Wednesday. If you want very wholesome and cleansing content, like we have provided you this week, <laughs> 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 but while you're waiting for more cleansing and wholesome content, you can go to AmazonAvenue.com and get all of your fantastic Mets related content. Uh, we are currently writing all sorts of pieces about how happy we are about the Mets. Um, news updates about um, all the injury updates and things like that all of our game recaps our morning news posts so please go to dot check all of that out
1: and comment
0: and comment okay. on the site join our join our lovely lovely comments section and community we would love to have you um, you can follow Amazing Avenue on all of the social medias as well, um, <laughs> at Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram at Amazing Avenue. You can follow each of us on Twitter. I am at Petite PhD. Where are you, Linda? At Linda Servich and Kellyanne, you have Twitter back, so where yes, can I our, do. our listeners find you on Twitter? I am at L R B E L L A R E B E E. Yay. Um, follow each of us on twitter follow the show on twitter at a pod of their own you can also email the show own at gmail.com the original music for the intro and the outro to this podcast is by bunga let's go mets and don't forget there is no crying in podcasting see you next week